Amen. Well, welcome once again to the house of the Lord. It's great to be in His presence on this long weekend. I thought about heading into a long weekend. You know, God doesn't head out of town on long weekends. The Lord is in His house, and He's here to minister to hearts and lives. Amen. Jeremiah 8, verses 18 to 22. I would comfort myself in sorrow. My heart is faint in me. Listen, the voice, the cry of the daughter of my people from a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images, with foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Physician, to heal, to make healthful. A healer, a physician of mankind, of hurts of nations involving restored favor, of national defects or hurts, of individual distresses, personal distresses. The word here is Rapha. As in Exodus 15, 26, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. As we look to 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Or as here in Psalm 30, verse 2, O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Listen to the lament of the prophet. Jeremiah 8, verse 22, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter? Of my people. The voice Bible reads, is there no healing medicine in Gilead? No balm that could help my people? Is there no physician who can help? Why is there no healing for the wounds inflicted on my people? And the Amplified, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people restored? Because Zion no longer enjoyed the presence of the great physician. You know, I wonder, would we lament 
as the prophet if Zion no longer enjoyed the presence of the great physician? Would we mourn? Would we lament as the prophet? I get the picture of a physician that has come into a village, a town, a community, a city, a province, a nation, his own country, and he set up shop, a physician in his dispensary stocked with supply that never runs out. However, due to lack of business, he has packed up shop and supply to move on to a place where people treasure the services offered. And I can't help but think of Jesus in Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joses, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. The message, Jesus wasn't able to do much of anything there. He laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. That's all. He couldn't get over their stubbornness. He left and made a circuit of other villages teaching. What if there was nowhere else to turn? What if there was no other to run to? What if there was no other option? What if there was no alternative? What if there was no substitute, no other dispensary? I wonder, is option a faith killer? Do options kill faith? Do options cripple faith? Do options have their way with faith in the Lord? Faith in the great physician? What if the great physician was our only hope, and what if his balm was our only remedy? What if there was no other dispensary? What if there was no other option? There was nowhere else to run. There was, was nowhere else to turn. Jeremiah 8, verse 19. Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images? with foreign idols. The Amplified Bible, behold, says the prophet, listen to the voice, the cry of the daughter of my people for help. Because of those who dwell in a far country, is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? But the Lord answers, why have they provoked me to anger 
with their carved images and with foreign idols. Smith Wigglesworth said these words, God's word never fails. He will always heal you if you dare to believe him. Men are searching everywhere today for things with which they can heal themselves. And they ignore the fact that the balm of Gilead is within easy reach. I'd like to announce to the church today that there is a physician. And there is a balm. Perhaps you're here today and options have crippled your faith. Options have had their way with your faith. There is a physician and there is a balm to heal and make healthful. To deal with the hurts, yes, even of nations. To deal with national defects. To deal with individual distresses and personal distresses and family distresses. Marital distresses. Physical distresses. Mental distresses. Emotional distresses to heal body, soul, and spirit. I wonder, could it be an issue of faith? Could it be an issue of searching? Could it be an issue of ignoring? No faith in the great physician and his abilities. No faith in his balm, his salve, his medicine, his remedies. A searching for somewhere else or something else, someone else. A searching for another option, an alternative, a substitute, something more convenient, some prescription easier to swallow. I wonder, could it be an issue of ignoring Men searching everywhere today for things with which they can heal themselves, ignoring the fact that the balm of Gilead is within easy reach. My prayer is, oh, that God's people would mourn at the loss of the presence of the great physician. That we would turn from our options and turn to the option, the only option, that we would not take to these other things something more convenient, some pill easier to swallow, but that we would trust in the one who is the great physician. We would no longer ignore him. We wouldn't search for somewhere else or something else or someone else. But that faith would arise in us. And that when we hear living words like Exodus 15, 26, we would believe them. When the Lord declares, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Let it not be that a person or a couple or a family, a people, a generation, a nation provoked the Lord to anger? Jeremiah 8, verse 19. 
Why have they provoked me to anger with their graven images and with strange vanities? Listen to the message. Can you tell me why they flaunt their plaything gods, their silly imported no gods before me? Or how about the voice, listen, my Lord, don't you hear the daughter of our people weeping and crying out to you from exile? Is the eternal no longer in Zion? Does her king no longer reside there? And the eternal one responds, but Jeremiah, why have they provoked me with their dark and evil practices? Why do they worship these handcrafted idols, these worthless gods? I want to remind us today, did he not say, thou shalt have no other gods before me? Exodus 20, verse 3. Did he not say, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth? Exodus 20, verse 4. Did the Lord not declare, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them? For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, Exodus 20, verse 5. And did he not say that he shows mercy unto thousands of them that love him and keep his commandments, Exodus 20, verse 6? Stanley Howard Frodsham said these words, Remember, the will of man is the greatest hindrance to God. The will of man, the will of woman, is the greatest hindrance to God. He doesn't do away with our will. We are still offered free will. The greatest hindrance to God is your will, is my will. Could it be an issue of faith? F.F. Bosworth said these words, Some people wonder why they can't have faith for healing. Put whatever you want in there today. Some people wonder why they can't have faith for healing. They feed their body three hot meals a day and their spirit one cold snack a week. Smith Wigglesworth said these words, There is where men lack. All lack of faith is due to not feeding on God's Word. You need it every day. How can you enter into a life of faith? Feed on the living Christ of whom this Word is full. As you get taken up with the glorious fact and the wondrous presence of the living Christ, the faith of God will spring up within you. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10, 17 So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. In the Passion Translation, faith then is birthed in a heart that responds to God's anointed utterance. Let faith rise in us. I wonder if it could be an issue of searching. We're here today, and we're searching everywhere for things with which we can heal ourselves. We're looking to the dispensaries of the world to heal physically, mentally, emotionally. Looking to the dispensaries of the world to heal our relationships, 
to heal our marriages, to heal our churches, to heal our nation, to deal with what we would perceive as national defects, other options. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please God. We must come to Him believing who He is and that He is a rewarder of those that don't catch the word diligently seek Him. Could it be an issue of ignoring, simply ignoring the fact that the balm of Gilead is within easy reach? This might seem like an odd message or a heavy message for a long weekend. But I can only deliver what the Lord has given to me. And so I'd like to say to the church today, I'd like to say to the church today, I want every man, every woman, every child to know that there is a great physician and that there is a balm of Gilead. I want every person in this place to know today that the physician that opened up wombs in the past opens wombs today. The physician that opened blind eyes in the past opens blind eyes today. He unstops deaf ears. He cures cancer. He heals rheumatoid arthritis. He heals carpal tunnel. He restores speech. He causes limbs to grow. He brings spines into alignment even now in this place in Jesus' name. He drives out depression. He breaks unholy cravings and addictions. He sets people free from demonic possession and oppression. He heals blood disease. He heals dementia. He is the answer for the hurts of nations. And only he can restore their favor and deal with national defects. And what of all other types of diseases? Because there is a name that is higher than every name. And that's the name of Jesus. I don't know what name you came in here with declared over your life this morning. You might be standing here or sitting here in this place today. And the name over your life, all you can hear is cancer. Listen, there's a name that is higher. Every name must bow. The physician is alive. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Perhaps we've turned to other options. Perhaps it isn't ignoring. Perhaps it's a lack of faith. But I'd encourage you today, Lord, I believe, yet help my unbelief. And if we have faith, even as a mustard seed, what God can do, what God can do. What if we had no other option? What if we had no other place to run? You know what would happen? Churches would be filled. Altars would be filled. Prayer rooms would be filled. Nobody would stay away from the house of the Lord. They wouldn't search for other things. They wouldn't search for other meetings with which they could heal things. They'd run to the presence of the Lord because the presence of the Lord is what you need. The presence of the Lord where the healing power is released. I read of one pioneer of faith. He'd preach. Then he'd go to the back of the auditorium. 
And whatever the Lord gave him, he would just let it out. In the name of Jesus, power over rheumatoid arthritis. The reports are that 30 feet around everywhere you could hear the bones cracking. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. Don't let this modern culture and all the nonsense we got going on today, listen, we have to live in the world, but we are not of the world. Don't let it do away with the reality that he's the healer. This time in history, even the church is trying to do away with so many things, like when he says, be holy as I am holy. Well, can we tweak that? Like, how do we fit that statement into our culture? Listen, it's written for every culture. It's not like you go somewhere else in the world where they understand that it's be holy as I am holy, and so if you live there, it looks different. I've been to foreign lands, and I'll tell you this, in many places, they realize that they have no other option. They wouldn't have money for drugs even if they wanted to go get drugs. There are no classes in some of these places. But they know that there is a great physician. Why? Because they have taken in the Word of God. And they believe every word He says. And so they come with a holy faith and a holy expectancy. I want to remind all of us here today that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let faith arise and let wayward searching stop and let ignoring cease. F.F. Bosworth, I have seen faith rise mountain high when the truth of God's present love and compassion begins to dawn upon the minds and hearts of the people. It is not what God can do, but what we know He yearns to do that inspires faith. Luke 5, verses 12 and 13. And it happened when He was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus. And He fell on His face and implored Him, saying, Lord, if You are willing, You can make me clean. Then he put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately, the leprosy left him. J.B. Phillips' New Testament, Jesus stretched out his hand, placed it on the leper, saying, Certainly I want to. Be clean. Matthew 8, verses 2 and 3, Suddenly a leper walked up to Jesus and threw himself down before him in worship and said, Lord, you have the power to heal me if you really want to. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched the leper and said, Of course I want to heal you. Be healed. And instantly all signs of leprosy disappeared. Lord, would you give us an understanding, an unshakable understanding, an unbreakable understanding concerning what you yearn to do? Can we hear his voice today? 
Can you hear his voice today? I am willing. Certainly I want to. Of course I want to heal you. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said these words. There is no balm in Gilead, but there is balm in God. There is no physician among the creatures, but the creator is Jehovah Rophi. Let's believe him, because his word never fails. Let us search where we ought to search, and let us look to Jehovah Rophi. Let us take his cure, his remedy, his prescription. Let us receive and apply the balm. Let us ignore what needs ignoring and settle on the fact that the balm in God is within easy reach. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. That word hurt, the breaking, the fracture, the crushing, the breach, the crash, the ruin, the shattering of bodies, of souls, of spirits, of dreams, of hopes, whatever it be. Let's have the worship team return this morning. Share these words of Smith Wigglesworth. A woman came to me and said, I have not been able to smell for 20 years. Can you do anything for me? I said, You shall smell tonight. Could I give anybody that which had been lost for 20 years? Not on myself but I remembered the rock on which God's church is built, the rock Christ Jesus, and his promise to give to his own the power to bind and loose. We can dare to do anything if we know we have the word of God behind us. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I loosed this woman. She ran all the way home. The table was full of good things, but she would not touch a thing. She said, I am having a feast of smelling. Praise the Lord for the fact that he himself backs up his own word and proves the truth of it in these days of unbelief and apostasy. He continues, another person came and said, what can you do for me? I have had 16 operations and have had my eardrums taken out. I said, God has not forgotten how to make eardrums. I anointed her and prayed, asking the Lord that the eardrums should be replaced. She was so deaf that I do not think she would have heard had a cannon gone off. She was as deaf afterwards 
as it was possible to be. But she saw other people getting healed and rejoicing. Had God forgotten to be gracious? Was his power just the same? She came the next night to the meeting and said, I have come tonight to believe God. Take care you do not come in any other way. I prayed for her again and commanded her ears to be loosed in the name of Jesus. She believed, and the moment she believed, she heard. She ran and jumped upon a chair and began to preach. Later, I let a pin drop, and she heard it fall. God can give drums to ears. All things are possible with God. God can save the worst. And these his words, hear them today. Discouraged one, cast your burden on the Lord. He will sustain you. Look unto him and be lightened. Look unto him now. Would you come today to believe God? Would you come each day believing God? Would you go before him? Believing Him. Come to church, believing Him. Step out of your seat, believing Him. Walk down to the altar, believing Him. Receive prayer by the laying on of hands, believing Him. And I remind you of the words, take care that you do not come in any other way. Come, believing Him. There is a doctor in the house, and he's much more than a doctor. The physician is in this place. Something can be done to heal and save dear people. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't know what you're facing this morning. Spirit, soul, body, physically, mentally, emotionally, Spiritually, whatever it is, the physician is here. His arm is not too short. Would we rise in this place? Let's stand this morning. Let's just begin to stir up our faith. We're going to sing out this chorus, All Hail King Jesus. As we sing this, every other name must bow to the name of Jesus. Every diagnosis must bow to the name of Jesus. Whatever has been declared over your life must bow to the name of Jesus. Those words, those fears that have been sown, those things, whatever it is this morning, would you rise up in faith? Would you come believing in him? Be careful that we don't come in any other way. Lord, let us come before you today believing God. We believe that you're the physician. We believe in your healing power.